here is taught. <laughs> of course he's dead. The dosage was too large. You killed him. No, I did not. I gave him life. <gasps> Look what you made me view. Look what you made me view. Look what you just made me view. Look what you just made me view. Look what you made me view. Look what you made me view. Look what you just made me view. Look what you just made me view. Welcome back, everybody, to Look What You Made Me View. Happy Halloween. This is the podcast where Halloween is close, so John made us view something gross. No. Oh. I'm Ryan. I'm Kaylee. Hi, I'm John. Yeah, that's our guest, John. <laughs> Cat dead. Details later. This week we watched Reanimator. This oh, that's is a, 19... a great line. This is, yeah, this is a nineteen eighty-five, eighty-four. What year is this movie? Eighty-five. Eighty-five. Uh, okay, uh, made in eighty-four. The uh, horror thriller. I don't know what you call this fucking sci-fi thing. Sci-fi horror. Sci-fi horror. Gore horror. Gorer. Um, it is, but it isn't. I don't, oh, wait, we're gonna get into it. Yeah, <laughs> we are gonna talk about this movie a little bit, but before we get on that, I want somebody to give me the back of the box summary here as the guest john uh, will give you the honors okay i got it right here oh wow this looks like a vhs reanimator hp lovecraft's wildly outrageous tale of grisly horror that has become a modern cult classic almost overnight comes to home comes yeah comes to home video to haunt thrill and delight the mad scientist and all of us reanimation the science of bringing dead creatures back to life is herbert west's dream west tests his secret life rejuvenating potion on some cooperative corpses at a local morgue it's success but only a temporary one as the dead spring to life reacting violently to their reanimation zombies are loose and now west cannot control the beast that he has created the very beast he's created the board again you're said, still going <laughs> it's a vhs box and it was oh long God, it's, a, it's the whole book it's a long thing okay uh oh it's the whole yeah it's the whole book uh wow. okay I'm, I'm not done yet the Keep going. born again dead are unstoppable even <laughs> severed body parts take on a life so many of like like so many split worms <sighs> Herbert West has a serious problem. Are you thumbs downing me? No. No, no I boo you. <laughs> will, he, will he become the first in a new breed of headhunters or all of his woes coming to a head? Reanimator. <laughs> and Nash. I'm done. <laughs> an intense film of spine tingling effects and. Jesus Christ. Just stop. Just stop. John, I'm sorry we made you do that. That's that is I the longest you made me view. Yeah, the yeah, longest I feel like explanation I've ever fucking seen on the back of a I'm box. I'm a slow reader, but I, th- I feel like this is in, in I don't think you are a slow reader. I think that that was just extraordinarily oh, long. This is mm. funny, and I need to I, I need to send this to my friend because I was telling him asking if he's seen it and he likes yeah. the other movies we kind of mentioned. He's like, Word. "Is it He said, "Well, I love those two movies. <laughs> is it witty?" Like, I don't really think it's no. witty, but on this VHS box set, the cast is bright and witty. Oh, uh, oh yeah. so it says it on the box. So. It says it on the box, so it, it must be true. You could have told him that. Highly disagree. I didn't know that. I, I didn't, I don't <laughs> well, ha- it's too bad. It's unfortunate you could have been like, hey, it says that on the box. I did think fact. I watched this movie first on VHS, though. Oh, well, there you go. That's kind of fun. Like That's revisiting the way, VHS. Yeah, to, be, to experience any new horror, of course. Mm-hmm. All right, Kaylee, if you have to explain this movie, I, and honestly, not just explain, I want you to try to convince somebody why this would be a watch. I got this. Frankenstein meets Idle Hands. Okay. That's my pitch. Idle Hands, a new uh, experience for you. Uh, we yeah, just watched I, that the other day. I watched it very recently for the first time. Uh, it's re- reanimation. 
That's Frankenstein's whole bit. Sure. Right? Yeah. Anybody who knows me personally, that book is in my top five. I love that book. They know that I'm hype about it. So if I come in and I'm like, it's Frankenstein, but it meets idle hands, they're going to be like, yeah, cool. Let me blow up your reality just a little bit. Go for it. I'm ready. You're always going to compare it to Frankenstein. So that is not going to help sell anything to anybody. Totally. (laughs) You compare many things to Frankenstein. I understand that. But like most of the things you like, you will connect to Frankenstein's. (laughs) (laughs) So that's not, if you tell me you need to watch this movie, it's like Frankenstein. Okay. Uh-huh. You got to get All these right. tacos. It's like, it's, it's like, like, it's like, like Mary like Shelley's ch- Frankenstein. Every, it's like so many things taste like Frankenstein for you. Everything I mean, tastes like I chicken. eat Taco Bell and I feel like Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is, yeah, I think Taco Bell is a, a good food reference for that. Maybe we incorporate that into the mm-hmm. show. Uh, it what, is what dead, but it this, brings me back to life. Does this movie remind you of it? <laughs> it's fourth meal. <laughs> fourth life. Fourth life. Fourth life. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, let me take a turn at this uh, summary thing. Go for it, man. If you like trauma and you like trauma, but you don't like your dad or your mama, watch this movie. That's great. <laughs> okay. So there's not a lot of fun to this. So for me, it's it's about... <laughs> John is shocked. Audiences and at home. And And hurt. <laughs> I am deeply hurt. I, th- just, just theoretically, this film, the idea of it is so dark and just rough and gross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's not for everyone. I will just say that it will surprise you. It will surprise you. But um, yeah, I don't really have a good, good summary for this because it's kind of all over the place. Other than the fact that it does, it uh, as the summary says, uh, peak um, your scientific interest. <laughs> Yeah, um, surprise is not the right word there. I'm going to argue it shocks you. I don't think there's anything surprising about this, but it's very shocking and it takes turns that I don't think it should or would take. Right. And I say scientific interest, but I mean scientific like rage. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So let's talk about the movie a little bit. Yeah. Well, first, before we do that, I I want to know why you bring this to us, why you feel the need to introduce this to other people. Why are you making us view oh. Reanimator? Because we also started to watch Reanimator 2. I've <laughs> never did. seen it. I wanted to see it so you bad. Just... Oh my God. Well, we, we didn't. We watched like five minutes, but anyway. Oh my God. We did. There's like a made for sci-fi third one, I think. There are, yeah, I think there's a few. There's yeah. like yeah. Um, Reanimator Academy even. What? Yeah, that looks very new. I think there's even a remake. Yeah, I think there that is. That looks really shitty on the cover. Oh, actually, though, I might be interested in a remake. That could be cool. I apologize okay. to whoever made the remake. I, you know, we shouldn't judge, but so much. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I don't know. For this podcast, it's it's a bit. Can I curse on this podcast? Oh, of course. Can you? It's a bitch. Fuck you're, yeah. You're in my to, house. Uh, to not to use gender <laughs> derogatives, but here, but like, yeah, it is a bitch to find a movie that I've seen that you've not seen. In fact, I was gonna do this last year, but I told myself in my head. No, Ryan surely seen Reanimator. So he, 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 he must have. I mean, everyone's seen Reanimator. Let, let that be a lesson to all guests, um, all future guests, potential guests. Mm-hmm. Um, throw it out there. What, no matter what you think, because Tom did the same thing. He was like, "Oh yeah, he's definitely seen Scarface." He wasn't even gonna say it. And You've never of, seen Scarface? We have now. Now we have. <laughs> You've never seen Scarface? You're clearly not a listener of our podcast, but well, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, the, the, the Michelle Pfeiffer. All, all things considered, that movie is awful, but Michelle Pfeiffer's great. She is. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's cool. Cool. Do you she's have a cocaine by a tiger? Can you stop <laughs> saying fuck? <laughs> That's my Michelle Pfeiffer impression. That's great. 
All right. Well, so you're bringing this because oh, also, clearly it doesn't. It, it, it's not something that we've seen. I mean, that, yeah. that is kind of the premise of the show, but that is is very difficult to do. So cheers okay. to you for finding that limited space, <laughs> finding okay. something in that limited space. I, I got more. Uh, it's because you know I also I I think I talked on and on about this with last Halloween episode about like I love horror scary movies. I hate horror scary movies because i don't like being scared right <laughs> so like i love dumb campy horror the reason i showed you that film last time is because it's like horror but it's like a mood horror this is also like uh it I was th- more like hitchcocky yeah and i like this one because there's nothing to be scared about it's just it's so dumb it's great and i love it because i feel like when i have to pitch this movie i think you actually have to use two other movies to pitch it which is do you like evil dead have you seen Evil Jackson or Evil Jackson? Evil Jackson. <laughs> Evil Jackson. Love that man. Dead Peter. Uh, Peter Jackson is dead alive. Which yeah. Is, yeah. And if you if you see, wait, those, isn't Dead Alive the one that oh, I kick ass for the Lord? Yeah, it's set in New <laughs> Zealand. It's set in Wellington, <laughs> yeah. actually. It's from. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like oh, they, I didn't know that. They have the Wellington Zoo and shit. So whoa. Yeah. Yeah, I sampled that movie a lot early on. <laughs> so yeah, it's if you if they're they're all like essentially like the same to me especially okay. like evil dead well between evil dead and evil where... dead 2 reanimator dead alive they all sort of basically you could drop the needle on a scene and be like oh uh, yeah this is the same I've, I've already seen this i found this to be way more cronenberg-esque than anything else and trauma even sure yeah 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 i, I guess it is cronenberg but i don't know i think of it more still as camp and over the top and almost it's not slapsticky. I I find it so like it's so absurd and so dumb. I mean, it's billed as like a horror comedy, though you would never think. It, I it didn't doesn't realize play, that. I didn't realize it was horror comedy. It doesn't play like Evil Dead Two plays like horror comedy, mm-hmm. you know. But we, you see the ending, and it is just so over the top wacky that it's almost comical to me i thought the ending was the most traumatic part about the whole yeah, entire you, movie there's a bunch of comical shit in this movie no doubt and that, that you know it kind of hits you with the left hook occasionally mm-hmm. uh with some silliness but there's so much gross shit and it's just it really is truly dark so um any particular reason that it it you know you're close to this you just enjoy it i mean it's entertaining very entertaining for you yeah uh, it's the kind of horror movie that i want to go and see word yeah, mm, that's okay. that's why it's like the one that I could watch when I was in high school and not be freaked out, but just like enjoy. It's not even to me. It's not even gross because it's so not real. It starts. There's so much nudity in this fucking thing. Oh one. well, yeah. I mean it's an '80s, it's an '80s horror film. I mean, what did you expect? <laughs> I know, like, <laughs> well, let's walk through it just a little bit because we will touch on what's a little uncomfortable here. <laughs> but... I mean, that seems great. I'm just gonna. It's awful, but it's great. It's it's just like no no other movie has it. It is different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and it doesn't happen. I'm so very I... surprised. I haven't seen this. Yeah, I am too. Um, I've definitely seen the cover a billion times. This is the kind of thing that, for whatever reason, just got passed over in Blockbuster or yeah. whatever rental store I was at over sure. and over and over again. Because I'm in that section nonstop watching tons of weird... You know, I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. It was shocking to to see that this could have easily been on like Showtime or HBO or whatever, you know, and just popped up randomly or just picked up randomly. Cause I think what it was, John is the cover. The cover of this thing is that shitty professor. Um, he who has like, the, the longest face of all time. He looks like way. Jerry Lewis. Yeah. Does he? Well, Jerry Lee Lewis. 
No, no, no. Jer- like the comic. You think he looks like Jerry Lewis? The comp. Com- the comic. I think he looks like a the fucking horse. I think comedian. he looks like Jeffrey <laughs> yeah. Epstein. Wait, I don't have my phone. Look he up. looks like long faced Jeffrey, <laughs> Jeffrey yeah. Epstein. Yeah. Which makes it all the creepier. Um, Epstein next to a black hole. Uh, yes. Yeah. Epstein with a filter. Let's stop saying that man's name. <laughs> or that shit. You've already wished name. him here like Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah, we basically candy man him. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> Sorry, um, that that could be offensive to people. Uh, sorry for joking about that. What, what was I even saying with the? Look at him. Yeah, it's oh. like this is this is what that when I see that cover, I think of this this oh literally Jerry Lewis and the Nutty Professor. I think of like that. Okay, yeah, but I'm talking about like his his unique features yeah. here. Okay, he looks more of a lurch. Mm-hmm. He's more lurchy than. No, great casting. I think so. I think he did great. He has like seriously like intense eyes. That's and becoming that works. a problem for me in some of these movies is um, trying to like one of the characters. I don't think I think trying to like a character in a movie that's bad or pointless is uh, is like an effort in futility. Like, but trying to figure out who we're supposed to like as think, an audience. I think you're supposed to like Dan. I don't think you're supposed to like I Dan. Like, I like Meg. The, if yeah, I like yeah. Meg's the Meg's only cool. one that's remotely likable. She's the only one on planet Earth in this movie. Absolutely, yeah. She's the straight man, ironically. We, we, and... No one knows who Meg is if you've not seen us, so we should. Meg, okay, let's let's get it going. We start off with um, a scene in a lab that is going wrong. <laughs> a man's eyes bird Dr. burst. Dr. Gruber. <laughs> It's like the end of the last uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, it's it's akin to yeah. that. Um, but and, and you know, once we've seen this film, we know everything about what's happening here. But we're getting just a little bit of a taste of, for what's coming and uh, the experimentation going on. But this is the first time we see uh, what's his name, Henry uh, Herbert Herbert West. Herbert. Yeah, Herbert West. He's a uh, responsible for this shit. They they ask he's uh, not ask. They accuse him of killing this guy, and he's mm-hmm. like, no, no. I, I gave him life. Uh, so that's where we start. He all of a sudden shows up at another medical or scientific facility, medical facility. God Mm -hmm. knows why he'd be allowed to go anywhere else. Um, I guess the customs is he's in Sweden. He says Switzerland, Switzerland. Sorry. Mm -hmm. But he was in Germany, I think. It could have been just bullshit. Right. I think he was bullshitting. Yeah. Either way. Now we're at a medical hospital and we're introduced to the players here. Our our major player is uh, what's the homie's name? Dan. Dan. Dan is uh, performing CPR. On a woman. Won't and, give up. And he won't give up. He yeah. can't stop. Foreshadowing. And then the doctor <laughs> has to come in and be like, yo, stop that shit. Character building. <laughs> Actually, so this is like, this is, <laughs> this is like the fourth like or fifth time <laughs> I've seen this movie. And it's uh-huh. only now that I realize like, damn, this movie is like, just gives everything away in like the first few minutes. Oh my God. Every, foreshadowing too. Yeah. yeah. Everything is foreshadowing to another bit. Was, Pretty much. And I, I didn't, even when I watched, I watched this movie when I was in grad school in New Zealand and I didn't, maybe I was just so tired. I didn't even realize what I was watching. But now for like, <laughs> you know, the second time in like a couple of years, I just like, wow, all this stuff given away. Just yeah. Right in the first five minutes. Yeah, they talk I mean, about... literally the the end of the film. It could be the beginning of the film. Yeah, the yeah. Too high of he could just go to another place and you know just start this whole. It's a whole cycle for him. Well, I mean, if you watch the sequel, Don't we stop. need a prequel. He does. Oh, yeah. That's okay. What, what is it like studying under Gruber? What was? Oh, that's what I want to know. I want to know like Nazi, how right? they got to <laughs> Gruber's yes. a Nazi, right? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's a, all I can think of. They said his Dude, name. And I'm like, no, the prequel definite. is like 
Nazi zombies. Yeah. It's Call like, of um, Duty style. Puppet Master. Yeah. You know, like oh, that. we haven't watched that yet. We're oh. going to watch that. Because you've yeah. seen it. You've seen it. Oh, yeah. 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 That's, see, that's why like, you've seen Puppet Master, yeah. like multiple <laughs> Puppet Master movies. Why, why many of them. Yes. Many. Yeah, many that's of what them. I'm saying. In that section of the rental, I'm, yeah. I'm there. For, you chose uh-huh. Puppet Master, yeah. not Reanimator. Who knows? If I had picked up uh, Reanimator instead of Puppet Master, I may have watched all of those instead of. Yeah. And we'd be talking about Puppet Master right now instead. No, because I've seen it. Well, no, you, you yeah. introduced me to that. Good point. <laughs> Good point. And I'd love to talk about that movie. We yeah, uh, I don't think we're gonna get to it this year, but we're gonna get to it um, at some point. What a phrase to say! Are you doing that to her? (laughs) (laughs) Because when you do do that to her, I want to be like watching. (laughs) No, whoa, what? What? This conversation got weird. (laughs) I already didn't want to see this This movie. Now I'm really, now I'm really not into Uh, it. (laughs) Oh, it's great. We will be so weird. It's. well, okay. let's not labor this story so much because it's fairly simple. This is a crazy mad scientist who apparently um, has some problems with the theory of how long the brain lasts after it's separated from the brainstem. Yeah. He has given the professor the business from day one. He swings one. his dick so widely. <laughs> and he's a little tiny dude. Uh, first off, I don't know what else this guy's in, but he looks familiar and he's just he so fucking unlikable. Mm-hmm. The actor is very unlike. I want to kick him. Is I really do like this character. I want to kick him so That's hard. You want to punch in the face? Yeah. All right. But... So yeah, and he he is just clowning on this guy's theories. Like you should be ashamed of yourself. This shit's old school. It's archaic. Um, but yeah. we already get the premise that this Doctor Hill steals ideas from other people. Um, his work is considered plagiarism right, over right. Europe. He, That's so right. Character is already laid out. We know this guy is kind of slimy. Totally I would down say to steal the, stuff. The best part of this movie is that if you've seen any other movie remotely like this at all, <laughs> at all, at all, uh, you know, this movie just delivers on the movie. Like, there's no twists, there's no turns. Like, you you kind of know exactly what's going to no happen. There's no twists. I thought the whole ending was kind of a twist. I did oh, not I was... think it was going to go in that direction. Are you kidding me? A man. A man. Okay, no, no, no. Let's save it. No, <laughs> that is a twist, and that's why this movie is special. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, no. But like the movie, just kind of it, like it doesn't try to be more than it is. Like it really doubles down on this is like a a kind of a zombie movie without zombies, and and it it doesn't try to be more than that, and that's why I really respect it. It's not like it it just you 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 know what you're signing up for. Yeah. Than- I feel like this could be a play. There's a lot of staging in here, uh, blocking rather, that's very much like a play. There, You you commented on a scene where Henry is um, Hunter. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Herbert. 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 <laughs> Henry Herbert. Hunter Herbert. Herbert. Henry Hunter Herbert of the Nutty Professor fame. Um, <laughs> he's backing away in this like really weird way. And I'm like, that looks like stage movement right there. That's oh, it totally movie. does. The blocking yeah. in general is weird. But I think that's just common in mm. 80s horror. Well, sure. Interesting yeah. you say that because when I was reading the Wikipedia on this last night, apparently <laughs> it was supposed to like start as a play. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, and then it was like trying to be adapted to like a TV pilot for a show. And then eventually they just moved it to a movie. That's good. <laughs> I'm going to try to find where it says that. But yeah, that's, that's yeah, yeah. That's what no, were... I could totally see this as a play. I don't think it would be nearly as popular. I think it has to be an easily accessible piece of media. It has to be a VHS at a blockbuster for this to become famous at all. 
Who's going to go see this as a play? That's that's my argument. Oh, this would be a fucking wild play that I would it. love I, to see. Yeah, God damn. I think I'd be more interested it in this as a play. It would be so off-Broadway. I don't think it would be nearly as big as cool, it is. Cool, but get somebody weird. Get like Adam Driver in this movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Adam Driver is three Adam yeah oh boy i like that yeah, yeah. oh no he's actually the same movie. big and imposing you could just tie kind of a ad- i mean this is adapted from uh, some lovecraft thing so you could probably do like an adaption of this or loose like frankenstein all the frankenstein things are not actually the book right right you know so written who, for the stage right so who fucking cares if it's the exact story but like yeah. about this with some like naked zombies on stage uh, what's that guy's name michael sheen is that his name put him in it uh, wesley snipes Wesley Snipes, yeah, put him in it as well. <laughs> no, he plays Wesley Snipes in Thirty Rock. Before we get too, mu- too, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> too- <laughs> that's a good pull. That's a very good pull. Before we get uh, a lot further into this, uh, I just want to comment: the, the opening theme has it rips off Psycho, does it not? I mean, I'm probably that's probably intentional. Why? Why? Why are they allowed to do that? It's like that's a isn't. I don't it, think this movie grossed enough money for anyone to care. Am I wrong about that? Is it Psycho that? Uh, Buster I mean, Rhymes sampled it for uh, "If You Think You Can Party with Me," or yeah. Oh wow, is that what that's from? I, I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. I, I think like when we have a break, we should look up the Psycho theme and then compare it. I, I, it's one. It's a Hitchcock film that um, it's from. But either way, yeah, the opening has some, and it's it's directly the melody. It's the exact same thing. Oh, is this, it really? It might be Vertigo. I don't fucking know. It's something. We'll look Hitchcockian. it up. But, I don't uh, know, said but it twice this now. is how I know I'm in the room with two musicians because I'm looking at the visuals for this, the and opening? the visuals for the opening are really, really cool. I oh, thought it was yeah, that's the best part of the, arguably. If you want to think about like the only good part of the movie, the the opening, it's beautiful. Minus music, it does actually set it up fairly. It's cool. No, and looking, it's a perfect yeah. parallel to the close because the whole movie. Uh, the movie actually starts when we zoom in on one particular picture from like an an anatomy book and mm. the eye opens and mm. then the last thing we see in the movie is it's all darkness and it's just the green goo closing it's uh. going into the body so it's it's a perfect start and end uh, whatever i'm not really spoiling <laughs> the end. again this movie is all about foreshadowing like, yeah. everything yeah. is like a nod There's or something later to spoil. it's crazy we find out that the guy uh we find out that we he don't really can find out bring... much about him at that moment we no. don't find out about much about any of them though. except he's judgmental <laughs> it's not until we get to a dead cat that we really learn oh boy well do you think he killed the about? cat before that yes. he's... i don't think wait, so wait, wait, wait. Take i think a vote, he take found a the cat in that oh, glass what? jar and boy I... <laughs> we gonna talk about that let's let's figure out how we get there first he responds to an ad that the homeboy puts up did anybody notice on the ad mm-hmm. it was in a part an ad for a room in the apartment share the apartment right yeah. did you see the address no 666 darkmore road oh that's dumb i wonder if that's like a lovecraft reference it must though. be like must i wonder be. if that's something in a lovecraft story but just right you know right out the gate with the um the spooky stuff huh. it's a foreshadow it's a spooky movie guys <laughs> what the hell Clearly. i mean nowhere in america are they gonna have a 666 address it, it's just not we don't even have like level 13 at hotels usually he says apartment on this thing he's got a house it's an apartment in the he's house he's got a fucking basement it's a room apartments it's a, don't have basements well uh, john's apartment has a basement that is true that's not an oh. apartment yes it is yeah it is 
Well, I have the bottom of a row house duplex, but it's a basically an apartment. We use <laughs> you we use this like full on sentence to describe your property, and it wasn't apartment. <laughs> yeah, but we use those words sort of interchangeably, and everyone understands sort of what it means. Well, what's a condo then? An apartment that you own. <laughs> <laughs> but like in like an apartment building. Yeah. No, a condo is a specific thing, isn't no, it? No, it's like a... Okay, like you an, can own an apartment also. No, you can't. No, no yes, you, you can no, own no. a condo. You, own, you con- can 100% own an apartment. You own an apartment that you rent to people. Fuck no. You can own an apartment in an apartment building. You can own the That's apartment. called a condo. It is not. <laughs> 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 I'm pretty sure it's not. But uh, welcome back to Condo Talk. <laughs> Where are we in this movie? We are We're just talking about started. the dead cat. I want to talk about this dead cat. There's nothing to set so up. Bad. He comes to town, he creeps people out, and then <laughs> shenanigans ensues. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you want. What more do you want from it? I just love that he um, gets a room. The guy shows up immediately and wants the room. Uh, yeah. Hunter Henry. And uh, the, oh my God, Herbert. <laughs> and then Meg is like shaking her head. Like, having none Nuh-uh. of it. Having yeah. none of it. Now we are skipping over the cute scene, which they, you know, just had sex. And he acts like a, uh, a ghost <laughs> or something. I don't know why he's doing any of that. And she's like, stop, Dan. No, Dan. No, stop. And uh, that was really weird. That's uh, like this. Honestly. Okay. So I have nothing wrong with that scene. But that is like the slowest part of the movie is that one scene. And because everything else in the movie is just like, there's nothing superfluous in this film. Mm-hmm. I know that might sound ironic given the ending, but like every scene is pushing us forward just a little bit more. Like I every- disagree. I think there's like, well, no, I guess the scene where uh, she gets picked up where, you know, she just had dinner with them. I'm trying to think of anything else. Cause for me, that's not the slowest part. I don't think. I mean, yeah, that dinner scene, but that just setting up that professor is weird. Yeah. That you know, is creepy towards Meg. Yeah, that's, that's but even that the, scene, like where they have the sex and and the the, sex. the, the coitus, and then <laughs> Herbert comes to the door, it it does move the plot for like everything. It's this movie's like less than ninety minutes. It doesn't have time to fuck around. It just Mm-mm. he's here. He got the apartment, and he wants the basement, and we all know why. He goes straight for the basement. Yeah. Um. Does not fuck around, and then he's it's immediately an, it's an like ad for cash a, in a, hand. A, a fucking apartment, a room, not mm-hmm. a basement too. You can't just assume you can take all this shit. Right. All right. So he's there. She's not comfortable with it. Dan doesn't care. Dan is like a large child. He goes along with whatever. This yes. man has no agency practically. Um. At one point in my notes, I had um herbert recruits igor because that's what dan is oh, he's just igor you're right yeah. the least Excuse believable me, part igor. of the, the least believable part of this movie is how quickly dan gets wrangled into the hijinks and gets blamed yeah. for everything and then like tries to tell the, the the dean and the dean's like no fuck off and just like rescinds his scholarship money i think i don't mm-hmm. think and he can just, do that no i don't think so either but it, it blows up because that's a loan so quickly yeah like oh what the hell and then you know and but that's what i'm saying like the movie doesn't even hang on that note because so quickly after that happens the rest of the plot just like it's almost the ending of the movie like the rising action is almost him getting there getting yelled at by the guy who looks like archie bunker (laughs) and then it just sort of it we're, goes we're crazy ending. after yeah. all of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of a sensible mm-hmm. 80s horror movie. You don't and, hang on more than one scene of them like 
oh, what am I going to do in school? Because as soon as like that scene afterwards, they're in the morgue. I really yeah. thought that this was just going to be like the reanimation of a lot of random animals. And then the end of the movie movie was going to be the reanimation of a person. No, no. Nope. What a fool you are. Oh, what a <laughs> fool I was. Um, yeah, because uh, the whole cat thing happens. He brings the cat back to life. Dan sees that the cat is alive. They end up killing it again. They end up bringing it back to life and then killing it again. And then they're like, yo, let's go do this with some bodies. <laughs> That's well, what I say often. Let's go do this with some bodies. But we just glossed <laughs> over the quote, which is, what am I supposed to say, Dan? Cat dead? Details later? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Good of course. Point, the cat dies. Yeah, Fucking Rufus. Rufus yeah. is gone all of a sudden. They're looking for Rufus and she breaks into the room. You know, she's not supposed to be in that room. Uh, but for good reason, they find Rufus. This was triggering for me. I, I had a black cat. Yeah. That I had to put down. And uh, he had a big, you know, he had long fangs and stuff. And the way they had this thing positioned, I was uncomfortable with this. Let me just say, lots of this movie made me uncomfortable. John, we were eating when we started watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big mistake. What did I say? What did I just tell to Kaylee? What a fool you are. Yeah. We I were, was drinking this movie a, will make a fool of you. That's the cell. That's the worst food. What? That's the cell right there. Mm-hmm. You're on the, the movie will make a fool of you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he's got the cat. He says, oh, I was, I was going to show you. So now let's get into the argument as to why he has this cat, because he says that he found it. He, he, he pontificates. Is that the right word? No. He, uh, proposes. There you go. He does pontificate a bit before he proposes that the cat was digging in the garbage, which we've never seen this cat outside. We don't know this cat gets outside. No. And then knocked the garbage over and a jar fell on his head and he suffocated. Basically, he created a Heathcliff situation, mm-hmm. a Garfield situation, if you don't know who he is. Pontificate he, works. Expresses one's opinions in a, in a way considered annoyingly pompous and dogmatic. Which is very much uh, Hank. Yes. Herbert. <laughs> you dumb You nearly fuck. got me. You nearly God got damn me. It. <clears throat> All right. So Henry uh, lies straight up to their face. Uh I don't know why you think mm-hmm. he's telling the truth. <laughs> this is a made I'm up bullshit. story. I'm just, ma- I'm just being a dick. Uh, yeah, he totally killed that cat. But like, okay, <laughs> okay, good. But he str- he strangled the cat because he did want it to be asphyxiated and not like maimed, which we know from later stuff. He's he's trying to get the cleanest reanimation he can. Basically. Right. Yeah. Uh, but that's when we realize he's here to do da- way more damage. Like he's not he's not fucking around. Whatever happened in Switzerland or Germany is about to happen again. To be fair, I would say he is deranged, but he is altruistic. He only wants he's just in it for the ego and the science of it all. And like, I guess maybe to play, kind of play God, but he all he wants to do is bring things back to life. What? He doesn't, he doesn't have any. He has no motive to control them. He has no motive other than just to do it which is juxtaposed <clears throat> by the other, by, by the actual bad guy here who wants to do it to do hell. some bullshit Fucking stuff shocking to me that mm. that herbert is not did i say it right yes god, oh, god. damn it touch down haha ha. uh so uh Let's hillary ryan like, <laughs> god damn it he's like the evilest dude he is apparently like he's a sociopath to me he is clearly a sociopath Her, herbert yeah, he's, he's just he, a workaholic. Yeah. 
He just wants the advancement. I don't get the idea that he is in it for anything other than the advancement of science. Yeah, he's just he's not, he just but he doesn't the fact care. That he wasn't the bad guy blew my mind. Oh, he's an yeah. anti-hero. He he has I mean, he's like a his moral compass is definitely lacking. Because even like, I would argue that even in Frankenstein, Dr. Frankenstein is not the bad guy. It's no, he's not. It's the mob. What? It's, that, well, okay, that's so, so totally who's the mob my opinion. In this story? The mob is Dr. Hill, the people who and would like to And the mob of extort. zombies. Yeah, and, or the mob of zombies. This is where the Frankenstein, you know, analogy gets totally twisted. Well, in the, original, in the book, I, you know, he, he immediately regrets his decision. Because he's only consumed in like bringing this thing to life, and then right. he, then he like, oh fuck, what did I do? And this is yeah, I mean, this is a good analogy. Both of them, like the books Frankenstein, I can't remember what the movies Frankenstein's like, but the books Frankenstein and Herbert, they're just, they just want to do the thing. They just want to get the life. That's the one thing that remains pretty consistent. That, as a uh, a strong proponent of animal rights, is a demon to me. Because this man mm-hmm. does not care. His his hubris drives him to the result. He does not care the means that it takes. Yeah, it, yeah, uh, yeah. He's a bad person. Yeah. That's <clears throat> what I'm saying. So how did he not end up being the villain in this fucking movie? Because he's Only not, because juxtaposed to the other guy, he looks better. He's just not... He's, he's, you know, he's like an old uncouth. I mean, if we had to vote Herbert or Hill for president... Which we often have to choose between. Is Herbert Hill not the president? Do we, do we go for yeah. Herbert or do we go for Hill, who is definitely worse? I don't even know. No, who I say we are. totally like our, our country votes for uh, Dr. Hill all the time. All the time. Yes, Joe Biden. True. Well, I mean, Trump, he looks like Mitt the Romney. They're like, yeah. yeah, he also. So he, like you know, we didn't vote for Romney, so I, I have to believe that he he would get Romneyed. Mm. Yeah, it would look like he's about to win, but no, no. Wow. You know why? Because he's a fucking pervert. Yes. And this yeah. guy would definitely leave his dog on the top of his car while he was driving. Oh my but God, anyway. He's gross. Can we get to the morgue scene? Because I want to talk about the security guard for a minute. Yeah. This, uh, I didn't catch the guy's name, but the security guard I did is not catch pretty his pervy name. as well. He's pretty pervy, but he also just like gives no fucks and is the worst security guard. He's not good. To be no. fair, he sets it up as like, I don't even know why they locked these doors to begin with. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he does the like, whole spiel on like, ain't nobody getting, uh, nobody wants in, and ain't nobody coming out. Right. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. No, he, I mean he's funny. He's comic lock relief. Lock the doors. There's dead people in there. That is definitely like a job. Okay, so you guys remember that Richard Pryor movie where he like goes to the agency to try to find him some like a oh it's like Superman three, you know he goes well, Superman three and the toy <laughs> and the, it, he goes to like the the whatever the workers office the city HR and he's like looking for a job unemployment. I guarantee you in the eighties, this was such a, I I mean, maybe it still happens today. I don't, I don't know. But like, I can totally see this guy just living in Massachusetts, Massachusetts and being, I need a job. Well, we got his job as a security guard at the morgue at the hospital. You want it? Yeah, sure. Like he's not like a. I feel like you just like, wrote more backstory for this character than they wrote for this character. I think they they were running under that assumption that like that you're, he's not he's not a character that matters. He's not a character that. Whoa, whoa! A whole All characters black lives matter. matter. <laughs> All characters matter. But I see what you're saying. They Guys. Don't. This is a silly character. They really don't. This character does matter in the sense that he is. Um, not mindful he is kind of flippant uh, and doesn't care about his job yeah um would you 
Would I care about my job? Yes, I would care about my job. Would I care about that job? No, I wouldn't want to do that job. I could never fucking be around dead bodies like that. Yeah, at one he's point... Not, to be fair, he's not even around dead bodies. He's just outside the room of dead he bodies. He is, though. He's right there. At it's this gotta be point, weird. No, because he sees him like, going past him all the time. Covered. He even tried to look at one. That's oh, what yeah, I'm trying to say. Yeah, at, well, that's his choice. I mean, I would <laughs> That's be, his choice. At this point in the movie, he tries to peek in and almost catches Herbert, who is faking being a dead body I so he, he can thought, get into the morgue i thought he no he like i don't he he takes a little peek under the covers oh yeah he, and he's like is that my lunch under there and then dan just got hit some by joke. a bus meatball sub yeah yeah god that that so that's, that's, right that's gross i don't like that no Mm-mm. no but then uh the security guard takes his leave so he he dips out because he's Two. feeling. Does he look at porn sick. that time? No, I'm sure he's going. Time later I'm sure he's, he's going to jerk off. I'm sure that's. He's funny. got a bourgeois magazine. A bourgeois. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're in the morgue and everything. I don't know how morgues work, but I hope this is not how this works. There, just all of the bodies are there together in a giant freezer. Is this? Is this the end of our life? Is I have this a lot of thoughts. This does give a really like depressing um, view of what happens to you after you're gone. That was making me uncomfortable. There's a lot of things that are just gross and and not fun Except to think about. Bodies in general make yeah. you uncomfortable. If nothing else, I thought the movie did a great job of working with what is already spooky to the human body. Sure. I react a certain way when I see somebody touch what is presumed to be a dead body in a movie. And Dan, just like no gloves on, no mask, whatever, picks up a, a dead arm and moves it. It's the 80s, man. Freaked me the fuck out. Also, he's a hospital staff worker. Like you you, you have, I mean. Wear some goddamn gloves. Oh, what? It, also, it's the 80s, man. All right. Pre-COVID. Right. Oh. Also, so absurd that it's. I don't get grossed out by it because it's so beyond real. I mean, it's corn syrup and food dye. You yeah. know, it's very clear what yeah, I don't it know, is. No, man, the scene. So there's oh, a scene where the, the professor is yeah, yeah cutting that, the head that, open. That's that was hard to watch. fucked, dude. <laughs> well, now the thing I, th- I think is very interesting about that scene is he doesn't look. He's telling the class, "Yeah, you gotta, uh, you know, come back here and uh, cut this open and do all." He's done like, it like seventeen thousand times. He's like cradling the head. You wouldn't look. More at that, he's he's like kind of just touching it. You could argue that he's done it a million times, but like, what chef is not looking at where their knife is going? I mean, this guy does Japan cook. He's just (laughs) (laughs) one of the other better parts about that is this is um, Horatio's first time in class. Uh, and God damn it, Ryan. He's every time, every time, he uh, the the professor guy says something that he disagrees with, he breaks a pencil. Uh huh. I suggest you bring up this pen. Is nuts. Fuck Who the trees. fuck does this? Who? Who's breaking pencils? Who does this? And and why is I the professor you, the, the he... only person to, to say anything? Because if I'm your classmate, I'm going, what the fuck are you doing? Nobody is reacting to <laughs> this. This is a sterile lab. You're getting graphite. I would throw That'd a pencil right. at him at that point. But like, here. <laughs> but also, like I said before, when whenever Herbert West sees that doctor... His dick is just swinging as long as it fucking can. <laughs> He's like, got it out for him. It's like, I, yeah, yeah. It's like, is he, that why he came to this specific to hospital? Okay, to cool. Because I was trying to figure out what the connection could be. Maybe he had a really bad reputation in Switzerland, and this was the only residency he could get. But I'm kind of, I'm thinking 
he came with the intention of getting this one guy, Dr. This is Hill. where I think a prequel totally makes sense. Right. You get the whole backstory of what happened in Switzerland with mm-hmm. uh, MacGruber. And you get the reasons for him coming here. And then you it's end it. Ju- like, it's right. just Gruber. It ends, with he- it ends with Gruber's head exploding. Yes. And then it ends with the quote, like, I didn't kill him. I gave him life. Yes. Yeah. And then it's just like that weird music. It's, yeah. Okay. So dun, dun, dun. the only oh, like reason. Who, who plays um, uh, Herbert? J- uh, just James Chrome or something like that. I don't um, know. No, I mean, who who should play him in the modern, in this prequel? Martin oh. Sheen. Um, I'm yeah. trying to think. Well, actually, probably would do a good job. But I think I, Martin Sheen. I yeah. think Martin Sheen would be great. He's not too like old, gangly. Because we need though. a kid. We need a, like student, a young right? gangly guy. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know who would probably if you oh, died wait, as hair I meant, black. I meant Doctor Gruber. I'm so sorry. Um, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say like Alex Moffat or something from SNL. Like gangly enough, skinny enough. Oh, like, I like that. Get like a comic cast. Get like um, make it really Akiva funny or somebody like, to direct it. I want the young Frankenstein version of this movie. I think that would be yeah. Way I think you cooler. do it as a as a silly like equally even more as much gore over the top. Yeah, yeah. But if we're gonna do a proper prequel. I would love to see that. Yeah, I I do think that the only thing that actually screams horror comedy to this to this nice pun. (laughs) (laughs) Audience, I have gotten a look um, that is meant to kill. (laughs) I'll see you in another life (laughs) Uh, after we reanimate him. The only thing that actually the green goo. like gives away that's a horror comedy is that the soundtrack for the credits like the beginning that credit scene is awesome but the mu- the music is so just like it has a backbeat and it's like marchy and it's like weird this is it's what funny. i don't it's- understand <clears throat> like the visuals so scary so gory but then the audio for throughout the whole entire movie is so tacky i have i have one word campy yes it's like the only word you I- need for this movie it's campy look man yeah. trauma is campy this That's is campy. campy. I, this is like borderline. This is um, Evil Dead is campy. It's not. It's not crossing that line for me yet. This is campy. It, to me, that it's like scares. it's it's so close, but it's not silly enough. They don't have a character that is a comic relief at all. <laughs> yeah, it gets fucking crazy. So he finally gets Ben on board because he shows him that he reanimated his dead Damn. cat. Very Damn. disturbing. He, he, he finally, you know, gets him on board by showing him his own dead cat reanimate. Like, I would beat the shit out of this guy for doing this to my cat. I, I really would not we're be happy about this. We're going back to the cat? We're no, in the I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm recapping. Like, mm-hmm. this is how we're, you know, going through the discovery and how Dan is just following along now. And they're on a mission. They get expelled, essentially, because you can't, as a dean, kill somebody's loan. No. It's with a bank. You can't do that. He just says the other guy's not welcome back. So... What do they do? They try to steal a body. Yeah. Right. To and, see if it'll work. And then tr- shenanigans ensue. Yeah, exactly. that's where that's where this really mm. starts to spin way, way. It doesn't way really even take that long. It's like not even half. I don't think it's even halfway through that we get no, to that. We're about the, 40 minutes in yeah, by the time the we get to. Dad just shows up um, and he gets body slammed by a freezer door. Oh, that's fucking awesome. That, yeah, oh that's where it, like I'm laughing my ass off. Now, uh, before. And everybody. <laughs> Butt ass naked, just doing this, which is, yeah. Oh, Fantastic that's acting. the last scene where they're. All- <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm God. actually surprised that there wasn't more bush and male and female. Bush There's a lot the of movie. boobies for a while, and then it just 
everything else starts to come out. It dissolves into zombie orgy. But yeah, the the this um they animate this guy and they're looking at him and I was cracking jokes about his nuts being tiny because he was on steroids. He wakes up and he's a big old bodybuilder. I'm like, oh, I could have been right. Uh, but this guy rages out and just like the cat did, by the way. Mm-hmm. This man sucks. He's he knows these things are coming at him every time, and he does he doesn't protect himself. He doesn't like you would think a real scientist would have a little bit more control over this experience or what their behavior, what they know. I about think he's behavior. a little unhinged. Right. He's impulsive. That's much more. I was being facetious. I think you're actually trying to like. He's okay. He's just a little bit impulsive. <laughs> no, no, he's <laughs> the reanimator. Impulsive. The reanimator. There's a lot of things, but is he the reanimator? Yes, so. yeah. who's the reanimator? Who yes. else would be the reanimator? I don't this? know, man. I, I couldn't you figure it out. Re- well, I guess three people reanimating. So many people are reanimating here. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. With, with his serum. And you can't be the reanimator if you're reanimate Ted, right? Yeah, then oh, they it could are have the been reanimate Ted. Could have been the sequel. Oh, oh, oh guy named Theodore. I like that. But uh, um, yeah, and then the dad gets smashed all to shit. Yeah, but then they bring him back to life too. Obviously. Obviously, but he is. If you're Not dying the in this movie, it gets established right there. You oh, die you in this movie. Oh, you think you're dead? No. You're not you're dead. You're coming right the fuck back. Uh-huh. It's great. Like instantly. You're not we're not waiting. No. All, all I'm hearing is that you guys loved Reanimator. <laughs> <laughs> what I lo- oh, you know, I do love that this uh green sauce is like this very neon um uh what do it's you call it? It's like those? Nickelodeon stick. slime. It's yeah. glow sticks. Yeah. Yes. yeah, I love that. But um so somehow they mm. get away with murder in this scene. <laughs> like nobody is questioning them at all about the dad being really beat up. To be fair, they didn't murder him. <laughs> they murdered him, but they brought him back to life. So they didn't, they did not murder. They murdered him. No, yeah. they, the, the zombie murdered him. <laughs> he didn't have to come when down. You cover to- up. All right. When you're an accomplice to murder, you still get convicted of this is a like type when of my no one murdered anybody. No, John, this is like when my three-year-old says, I made a really big mess. Okay, where is it? No, I cleaned it up. I don't trust that shit. That's right. I don't. Yeah. I need to like go and confirm. These are two expelled uh, students that are now in the same room as a guy that is missing they teeth did and not bloody as hell. murder the, 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 the Archie Bunker. But even if he didn't, if he's not dead, because nobody thinks he's dead because he's moving and shit, but he makes no sense. They think he's crazy. They lock him up. You mentioned, Kaylee, that mm-hmm. they don't even get him medical help. They just put him in a fucking rubber room practically. Yeah, and, they would sedate this person in I, real life. They, I think they probably might have tried to sedate him and it didn't work. Okay, interesting. Uh, that's what I would assume. Like, I, I think that, because I don't think Hill was the first one down there. Well, I guess we're just reading into it. Yeah, maybe not. Do all hospitals have a padded room? Is this a universal? Do fact? all do all? Let's 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 rewind this. Pathology doctors who do research on like advanced tools for for you know uh, brain like basically like a leaving brain hemorrhages have a padded room on the other side of the room. No. Like why would they have that if anything? Well, like, Cause you're fucking with people's heads, I guess <laughs> you got to well, throw them in there. I don't think so. I think like that guy is, he's like a mortician at best. Like I don't see why he has a padded room again, guys, this is the eighties. Mm-hmm. There but just is a padded room. Really? This doesn't even seem like a proper hospital. If you really take into account all the different rooms, which there are not many of. No, we all know um, it's actually Neil Breen's bedroom. Yeah. I mean, there's like three rooms we ever see in this hospital, and most of them are science-based. 
Right. They're like research based. It's mm-hmm. like, this is what I imagine John Hopkins is like. Yeah. John yeah. Hopkins is exactly like the, the reanimator hospital. <laughs> wow. I like it. Um, well, we know the security's bad. Yeah. So Dr. Hill decides to use this whole situation to his advantage. He comes on to Meg and he's like, I need to do experimental surgery on your dad to figure out why he's acting like this. And she's like, fuck no. And, and she just runs away. I think that's one of the smarter scenes. Uh, and you pointed out that because I said um, I wouldn't want to know either. He starts to go into detail about what he's going to do to her dad in, her, in his brain. Yeah. And uh, shouldn't want to know. I don't. And he's got this model that he's like sliding the skull and explaining But my it. argument was that he goes into the detail to freak her out and get yeah. her to just agree to whatever. That's really I think you're yeah. right. Yeah. I think that was one of the smarter uh, scenes. Um, because it, it perfectly sets up the fact that he is because he gets very frustrated right after that conversation and kind of freaked out. This guy's totally unhinged. Um, well, he just wants to fuck her. Yeah. Right. He becomes aggressive. Who does it, John? Don't we all? Come on. <laughs> Meg. Meg. Only Herbert. Didn't. Come on. So- <laughs> she had great bangs. <laughs> <laughs> she looked like Debbie Harry. <laughs> she had a Debbie Harry thing going. Yeah. On. Yeah. 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 It was cute. There was um, somebody else she reminded me of, too. I can't think who it was. Uh, any other victim in an 80s horror movie? I don't know. Um, the girl from uh, Just One of the Guys, the best friend. Have we you ever seen literally that? literally just saw what that movie. Just One of the Guys? No. Oh. Anyway. You can uh, watch it for a podcast. So, yeah. Uh, what about Meg? What are we talking about? <laughs> um, yeah, Meg gets really freaked out. She runs away. Um, she's really, really mad at Dan. Because all of this is kind of Dan's fault. If everybody had just listened Girl, to Meg. She should have known better. Dan is mm-hmm. like a little dog, a little puppy following everybody else around. Has no opinions or direction of his own. He's just doing what everybody else does. And the only thing he cares about is people not dying. But you know what? That's his only... The only right? person he doesn't listen to is Meg. And Meg is the one making the most That's sense. That's true. She's telling him the whole time. Don't make this guy mm. your roomie. Don't uh, fuck around. <laughs> yeah. And now here we are. Poor Meg. She, I, she really is the only likable character. Yeah. Okay. So around this time, Dr. Hill shows up at Herbert's lab in the basement. Great scene. And this is on his... It's great. It's a brilliant scene. It all comes together. His whole plot starts to come together right there. Mm-hmm. But he also shakes uh, Herbert out of his boots a little bit because he does start to convalesce, it seems anyway, yes. and and give over the recipe and, and whatnot. But there's an amazing part where... <laughs> he said it like he is he's, Colonel Sanders. He's looking at the microscope, checking out how it works, you know, the whole serum affecting dead skin cells or something. Mm-hmm. And he looks up, he says, cat cells. I will be... F- cat cells. Cat. <laughs> it's the cat. The cat cells. He says, I will be famous. And then, bam! <laughs> the shovel just slaps him right in the head. This the timing is when of it is he amazing. walks backwards all funny. And it does look like it's... Yeah. It looks, it looks like, like he's play. walking backwards for the first I, time in his life. You know, my favorite part about this movie is... I can appreciate this now, is that there's two things that are really great. There's a lot of acting in this movie. In the sense that, like... There's not a lot of, this movie has cut shots, but like there's a lot of people, two people in the same room acting in a scene for like at least 30 to 40 seconds. That's why it feels so theatric. You know, there's a lot of AB dialogue going on. Yeah, but I I think that's, it's also that so many movies, fuck, 
any movie that you watch nowadays, no one is acting in the same goddamn room. <laughs> you you watch like any movie that's made in the in like since two thousand or even the nineties, it's like cut, cut. It's like literally What's that where I'm. Infinite is that the new one with Jason Manzukis? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it doesn't feel like anyone is in this. Yeah, it's sort of the, the way room. I'm like looking at you when you talk, and then right. looking at you when you talk, and I'm like I'm not looking at both of you when you talk, and I'm literally in front of you, and I hate that. But I do love that this movie is like they're they're people are organically acting in a scene, and that's I like I don't. Yeah, I totally agree. It does feel theatrical, but at the same time, it it works so well because I I don't want. I don't need to have the camera cut to tell me that he's going to get a shovel. I can just see him go get a goddamn shovel. Exactly. We're all yeah. watching the same stage. Also, I actually, I have no interest in seeing this movie being remade now because there'd be so many digital effects that would be not as fun. There's right. something about all of like, the, this movie is just a cavalcade of practical effects. And it's so enjoyable to just see all this dumb shit that doesn't look great but it looks amazing because it's just makeup and corn syrup and it's it's actual art they are I, actually yeah. painting and i enjoy that characters. so much more than just like if this was all just like cgi i'd be so bored yeah we're nearing the end of this film and it really does explode into fucking bonkers stuff um the guy tries to steal the stuff it gets hit in the head with the shovel beautiful scene and then his head gets chopped off with said shovel. Yes. That was so hard to watch. It was. And the, the, noise, the sound effects. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like cornflakes. It was so gross, That man. was pretty well done, actually. But again, I mean, very cringy. So this movie will make you squirm. Um, and so- then, like, with... I mean, he is a psychopath. Because without even, like, feeling anything, he just picks up the head and... Ta- oh, no, it's no, it's grosser when he gets the, the fucking uh, yeah, receipt pad thing, which you like. T- That's what it was. Oh. Get the head on the thing. To keep it standing up. Oh, this oh, is so- when it turns oh. into idle hands. You have the one character who is head and body. Yeah. A- and they're both moving separately, but working together. Disembodied. The, he's like controlling the body. It's 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 Sleepy Hollow. It, it is the headless horseman. Oh, uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, his instinct is to do more science. He doesn't recognize the reality of this i just murdered somebody um well he just murdered somebody who's gonna steal all this shit yo uh, is that okay it's not reason <laughs> to murder <laughs> is that know. all right now no. <laughs> did that all of a sudden become okay um, yeah here's can... a bad dude yeah he's a bad dude hit him with the shovel call the cops uh-huh. uh, or uh, throw him outside or something can but Stephen don't King chop his head off with the shovel there's something very back. dark about that and then he immediately goes to science he's bragging about oh i've never tried it on parts before of course you haven't tried it on that's parts because hubris. now it's not science anymore it's Mm-mm. no longer science anymore because it wouldn't work there's no blood flowing through him the head comes up and talks there's no air flowing through the head so this is where i as a very logical person start to lose my shit about this movie <laughs> yeah this you is did. the point in which ryan was like this movie's implausible this is when i got into the movie like hey, yeah. they never here. explain what juice is in there to reanimate people that's fine i can I, buy into that i don't need to know but you're not gonna have a, a head that controls the body too. He, it's like the head uh, the still controls. Yeah. yeah, Teresa's asking, "How does he do?" It's like, who cares how he does? It's, it's just, watch the movie. It's not cool enough it's for me fun. to not care. It's just not fun or cool enough. For oh, me to not I care disagree. About it. I think it's so much fun, and I it's so dumb that I don't need to. I trying to think about it just it just would just be annoying. So what happens? You know, I'm thinking the guy gets his comeuppance. This uh, monster kills him for uh, being the reckless scientist that he's been. No, mm. no, no. No. He's not dead. He's got a whole master plan, apparently. Yeah. He loves being reanimated in, in headless bodies. He should have killed Herbert. 
He definitely should have killed Herbert. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So any any would have. I mean, in reality, he would have. There's no reason to want him to come back later. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then we get to this crazy moment where Dr. Hill is standing with his head in his hands. <laughs> and the father, who has been lobotomized at this point, is looking through the glass that we have established you can't look through. Yeah, you, it's, it's a, a one-way glass. It's a telepathic link. That's so weird. They're it not was, the yeah. same person. Because then we find out that his whole laser technique apparently creates a lack of will and la- a lack of control in the subject. So he, how do you control? Okay, I get that. You've now killed a part of their brain that makes them uh, uh, our main Human. character. No, <laughs> our Dan. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> makes them well, like the main character. Yeah. Um, and then, but how does he control them? So yeah, they're. Guys, controllable. He's, he's, Guys, it's just that's just a that's just a dumb movie. He's it's just whispering about the hole he created. He drills the hole with the laser and goes, "Hey, now you're gonna do it, whatever I do. Just like you know what I want, right?" I, <laughs> the one thing I wanted to question for is why does blood make that head happy? Like, because why is he needs blood in his goddamn brain? Know. That's science. They use science well, how is it getting like, up without there, using Ryan? science. Like, how you know, is it getting up there? Yeah, exactly. It's like that's you, what I'm saying. Well, I understand why he's putting the blood in there. How does a flower when you cut it you like, do well from like being in a thing of water? I guess it's the same yeah, thing. Yeah. That's that's essentially what okay. they're saying. <laughs> yeah. He's a head flower. Oh, Dr. Hill is a flower. He's a cut flower this is... for decoration. Yeah. And he, he, but I love it. Like actually, you know, his voice gets to be very is like very wispy. Yeah. But when it's full of blood, it should be kind of gurgly. Like uh, I agree. I was thinking the same thing. Why isn't it gurgly a little bit? He's I got an open mm. throat dipped in blood. Why isn't it going? I have felt this way about Nearly Headless Nick for the entirety of my childhood. What's this? Nearly Headless Nick? Oh, my God. From Harry Potter. You Excuse haven't me? seen Harry Potter. Never met John. Can we not? seen Harry Potter? Yeah, duh. Can okay, we not cool. talk about there Harry Potter on one podcast episode, uh, please? No, no. We're going to talk about it. we do one show without <laughs> mentioning Harry John Potter John, should have been in all seven movies or all eight movies. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, yes. the the gurgling should be happening, but also he th- th- it's good that they don't let him talk a lot because it would make sense that he wouldn't have much air. And because yeah, he takes fucking forever to say anything. But then he laughs his ass Because it's a disembodied head. But then at some point he's like cackling. <laughs> like, no, you need too much air for that. You can't do that. Yeah. Guys, it's, we're just, we have to get to the best scene of the movie. Okay, we will get yeah. to the best scene of the movie. But this is the same man that cut a brain open earlier with his mouth clean open and no mask on. So he he would uh, enjoy the blood and everything coming up through his mouth. Uh, mm-hmm. Just put it in the movie. You already put all this other gross, weird shit in the movie. Put that in the movie, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So here we are. We're at that moment. He, steal- he kidnaps everyone somehow. Every, he convinces the dad to kidnap his own daughter. The dead dad is reanimated dad goes and gets Meg. Yeah, knocks Dan out, grabs Meg, takes her back to the hospital. Herbert ends up finding Dan. I don't understand how this happens, but it does. And uh, they go to the hospital. But- Gotta love that. If you wrote a story and somebody said, I don't know how this happens, but it does. Yeah. About the story you wrote, you'd love that, wouldn't you? I would so love that. <laughs> That's how all stories need to be written. Um. My favorite movies. They get to the hospital and they find out that poor Meg is naked on a surgical table. Because her reanimated father took her clothes off. What is happening? I'm so troubled by everything I'm seeing here. I don't mean this. I don't mean this as a joke. It's and I I say this with like this scene is extraordinary, but like what is rape is happening? Rape is happening. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even being funny. Father assisted rape. Yeah. 
which happens more often than, than we should talk about. But, he's um, a zombie. He's not. He's not. He's really not choosing there. to do this. He's under control. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm Somehow. just. I thought it was going to go in the direction that Doctor Hill was going to take out Meg's brain, insert his brain, uh, and then yeah. he was going to be Cop Meg. A feel on himself. It was so I, much better than that. Mm. I I honestly might have been more comfortable with that. And I'm not sure why. Do we want to have our heads taken off and watch ourselves have sex with somebody? Whoa. It's like um point of view porn. Do yeah. you know what I'm talking about? But it's like it's, and it's like, like making a sex tape, but live. He he is watching his own live sex tape. Yeah. It, That's so it's Saturday gross. it's Sexterday night tape live. Where's for sex- <laughs> <laughs> he is going he's got uh, a Meg tied up on the table. His head is next to her. The body is starting to feel her up and it's just disgusting. Oh, that was so it's gross. so disgusting. Um it I just, felt so bad for that poor woman. I know. Yeah. I would not have wanted to do the scene. I, I felt terrible for the I actor. would not have done this movie. But I mean, you know, your body, your choice, that's awesome if if yeah, that's what you want to do. Super creepy must have been hard to do, really. Yeah. Yeah. And I just feel bad for the actress. But what's the idea? So at some point he's the head the head is being held by the body and he's gonna go down on her. That's when everything gets interrupted. But eventually this Christ. would ex- escalate yeah. into him having sex with her probably so now the head gets sat down and he's gonna watch this all happen i mean ryan i don't want to think about the stuff that's actually in the movie i definitely don't want to think about the stuff that (laughs) theoretically would happen i'm I'm about to not come in at like the had they not saved the day (laughs) yeah i don't want to know very good timing so like it's just so it's just it's just it is so gross i can't imagine you ever want to get head again once a oh, I don't want anything head. near my yeah. my body. I think that's traumatic. So I'm glad that it didn't actually go through. Uh, and you know, our our perverted sidekick uh, co-hero uh, comes in and stops everything. But perverted, yeah, Herbert. How is Herbert perverted? Like a perverted. The man sense. just wants to reanimate every goddamn oh, thing oh, that dies. Oh, perverted in that this sense. This is an obsession. Okay. Not like this is an obsession. Okay, you can see why we're, we're just talking about literally a an, a doctor trying to eat somebody out with well, his. Well, he like, stands there casually, yeah, in front of all of this, and he's you know, but my love, yeah, Blech. he does not seem sexual, so maybe not perverted in 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 any way, but uh, sexually, um, yeah, disturbed. He is. I don't think disturbed. he was standing there watching. I think he like opened the door. He's like, "What the fuck?" Okay, I would have helped her. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, if I'm him, I'm helping her. I'm not worried about screaming at this doctor. But that's his whole mode. His no, his whole thing is screaming at this even professor. After, and... Even after seeing, witnessing the perversion that's happening between Doctor Hill and poor Meg, um, he's like, "Really, the bubble-headed co-ed?" Yeah, he's I'm like, dissing the girl. This guy has no assaulted. sympathy. Exactly, he's a sociopath. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, no our, fucks. Our um, our lemming uh, lead character comes in and helps her off the table, gets her out of there. Damn but then, the man. guess what? There is a twist. Oh, All of the dead bodies are now reanimated. That's part of Hill's whole plan. Apparently, had a plan. He had a plan. He couldn't have had this plan until his head got cut off. Right. One, but he's got a plan. Yeah. And he surprised him. Really cool move, actually. I, I thought that was fun. And now we start to see the dinglings fly. We've seen boobies all over this movie, and mm-hmm. now the dicks are just swinging, right? Everybody's <laughs> naked. Everybody's <laughs> Literally dead. this time. Everybody's to be reanimated. it has been swinging. And it's just the weird, movie. like, it must have been a strange and stinky scene to film. 
Yeah. Oh, I bet it smelled. It must have been disgusting. Yeah. And they had all this weird makeup and shit on them, too. So they're sweating and gross from that. I can't imagine this is a lovely day on set. Um, no. But, you know, I don't want to exhaust this scene. It's pretty simple. Things go to chaos, but they, they get out. I was talking to, I was talking to Michael now uh, this morning and it was just like if someone had like a button which is like more more yeah no 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 more more it just it just keeps building and keeps getting yeah that whole that whole scene is just adding and adding it just gets more intense and more wacky and more just absurd and crazy yeah i mean they full-on have him kissing down her body and stuff it is just it's really pushing the limits in that scene they really want to know how far they can take it and i'm gonna argue they took it as far as they could in um in an american film you say they took it too far i say they didn't take it too far enough (laughs) that's what you're saying so we get to the end of this they're in the (laughs) elevator and um megan's up getting european version where he actually (laughs) Finishes the job. Oh, God. <laughs> the check version. I don't want to know. Um, we're in an elevator. Uh, Meg gets hurt because a zombie gets in there um, and strangles her. <laughs> she's standing her. right next to the fucking door. Yeah. Who gets on an elevator and stands right next to the door? I don't fucking know. Um, actors. Actors. <laughs> she gets strangled and, and, you know, they take her down a floor. She gets some medical help. And just like at the beginning of the film, Dan doesn't know when to quit. So doc, Dr. Herod, I think is her name. She has to come in and be like, Dan, she gone. Just like the first scene. Yeah, exactly. he's got to let her go. And what does Dan do? He shoots cue, her cue music. I think serum. I can't believe that's how this movie ended. I was a little upset. Putting or, the needle you, in the neck. I, I, I'm, it's a better ending than if they had both lived. No, she, I mean, I'm fine with her just dying. I'm and fine him, with her just... Him realizing, yes. this is a bad thing to do. I shouldn't do this. Right. This is not the kind of movie where people learn. This is not that... It's not a movie where, like, the moral stakes are set. Why not? So. No, you know what? This is the kind of movie where the crazy just spreads. Yeah, yeah. this is exactly this movie. It does set up sequels, but unfortunately, um, I don't think the girlfriend Meg is in the sequel at all. I don't know. I don't care. I I, I would like to see it. If, if we Reanimator should check that two out. has, I thought has... it was called Bride of the Reanimator. I know, but I don't think that. Yeah, but I think her. it's like a nod to Bride of Frankenstein. Not. Mm. Yeah. But also, can we talk about real quick? Uh, overdose of the serum just makes it become an actual Cronenberg monster where yes. the, <laughs> the intestines have like a mind of their own and it, they, they oh my god and that he's was like cool. it's full of light and it's just dragging him in and all we can say is like my notes <laughs> my get notes. them notes yeah my notes all he cares about is the science yeah. so like, the intestine puppet whatever it was that that piece yeah, is so cool there's fucking intestines that come out and like yeah he shoots them up with more serum because we learn at the beginning of the film that it'll explode him yeah, yeah. too high of a dose which is weird because part of the movie he's like oh well, we've never done this on humans before uh we don't know the measurements it's like you do you clearly know what's too much Herbert's been lying this whole time. Yeah, he's a fucking liar. I'm assuming this is just another thing that he lied about. (laughs) The bastard. Well, that's kind of the movie, guys. Uh, The movie is not too long, so if you just need to watch something crazy, put it on. You like watching 
some gore and some bizarre shit. Because mm-hmm. there's a scene where a dude takes a bone saw and just sticks it through a guy's back, like straight through his back. It's yeah. a movie you can also kind of put on and ignore. Is it? I think so. I've seen it like five times. Because I feel like if I looked mm. over and saw some of these things, I, I'd be shook out of my zone. Like There are some people, though, that can just do that. I don't know if I'm one of those people. If this was like a 2000s or a, a, a later movie in which like violence and gore are like very real, like they look, it looks real. Like I'm thinking like of a, like a hostel or something like that. Yeah, like, you can't do it a comedy horror you, as it, well. That's so. what would shake me because it's like almost like you're really seeing some demented shit and some like depravity and like really gory. Like it looks real. Unfortunately, I think there's a fan base for that. Yeah, and but so. but this movie, why I like it is because it's 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 so absurd. Like nothing about it like really is. To me, like I know why you think it's gross. I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying, like, nothing here. It's so absurd to me. Like, nothing about it is actually scary because it's it's just it's it is like so corn syrupy. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. say it's scary. Um, it's a gross, but it's it's just so campy. It's it's like it's hard to even find a fault with it in a way because it's just like a, it's so dumb and childlike to begin with. It's full of them. And it's intentionally full of faults. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, how could it not be? The science doesn't work. Nothing works. <laughs> just, just, the just buy it. Just buy it and then go to. along for the ride is kind of what they're asking you to do here. So, yeah. Um, all right. Well, Kaylee, I have to ask you, um, what is your... Well, what did you like about this? You got any highlights about this? Yeah, actually, oh, I do. Oh, I do oh. have highlights. Um, I really liked the scene where um, Dr. Hill is in his office and he's just wandering around like holding his head. Um, I don't know why I liked it. I'm not a gore person personally, but it was so funny to me. He's um, yeah, he's wandering around and my mind went more towards like, how are they doing this costume wise? What's going on here? Is this actor on his knees? If he is, that's an extreme dedication. I'm here for that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, I didn't think about that in the in the moment. It was so the funny. Carrying the head. It was so, so funny to me. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed cool. just the shenanigans of that. Right. Any of the awkward movement in this, like when um, Herbert is walking backwards to get the shovel. It is very stage-like, and it is really funny. I didn't see it as intentionally. It, it didn't scream that it was, like, actually humorous to me. No. I and thought I was judging the movie, and that's why I thought it was That's funny. why <laughs> this is my favorite part. Like, if I could find a laugh in this movie, I latched onto it. Yeah. Yeah, you got to. You got to, because there's just so much to shake you up otherwise. And Absolutely. You, I guess. Uh, Lowlights. Mm, okay. The uh, Obviously, you know, consent is important. They never ask for consent before sticking a needle in somebody and reanimating them. Or... Um, well, they're dead. Do they using, need consent? <laughs> using their detached head to, to be <laughs> gross and creepy. What did um, you say on record, sir? <laughs> no, but I mean, Dr. Hill. <laughs> to be I, fair, he's supposed to be a bad guy. He's not he like, we, we, I mean, he's a bad guy. Yeah. No, no, no. And I mean, like, that, that goes without saying. That's not my low light. Like, I feel like I have to say it because, it's, you know, yeah. it should be talked about. 
My low light is the scene where Dr. Hill is showing the students how to cut open the back of this guy's head to get to the brain. And he's just holding this brain uh, in his it's hands. It's a very mushy brain. Giving a very rehearsed speech. I'm like, motherfucker, how many times have you given this speech? I was Team Herbert in this moment where he's like snapping pencils. I'm like, you kill those fucking That's trees. not an appropriate way to react to anything. I, it's not. Breaking a pencil. It's not. But I, I've never seen that I said it was like peeling the skin off a human face is like peeling an orange. I was gross. I hope not. Didn't he have a little joke for that too? Something he's like, a... it's like, well, the joke was it's like peeling an orange and everyone chuckles and stuff. Oh. I was like, that's fucking gross. No. I thought he said something else after that. Though. It's not a good oh, joke. I don't, I don't like, but the one thing I don't like is I don't like the, the thought of the bones. Like, something with the bone saw going through someone's sternum doesn't really gross me out. The fact that like the using head. the bone saw to like actually cut the skull, yeah. I was just like, oh, The God. noises for it were rough. Oh, that is rough. I Jeez. am all for it anytime somebody uses a joke to diffuse a tense situation. This the joke was not funny. The speech was verbose. How many times has he given this speech? It I mean, really. He, he, this, this is his job to teach med students. Yeah, like it is his job to teach them how to do it. He's so tired of it. He just wants to be famous. No, I don't think he's tired of it. I think he gets off on the power. You know, he is holding a human brain because he's teaching these students. Because he be drawing them grants. He's a grant magnet. Yeah. Yeah, he likes that. It makes him feel strong. Call him Hugh Grant. <laughs> All right, well, uh, let's see. I have uh, one highlight note here. Okay. One. Only one, guys. Aww. I'm throw my card at uh, the camera after I read this. Go ahead. The make out to fuck cut. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. There's a scene early on where uh, Dan and uh, Meg, they, they start making out. I forget where they are. Um, they're in school. They're like in a they're store. In the they're in front of a bunch of people, and I'm like, what? This is weird. Why? This is a strange place. I'm like, they might as well just fuck right here. And the second I see it, I say that. It cuts to them in bed just going at it. <laughs> so super cool cut. I mean, y- you can't beat that. Very uh, cute. Also introduces early nudity, which is very 80s. Mm-hmm. Ripe for the time period. Uh, all right. So my low lights here. I got a few notes, but ultimately, I think that there is a scene where they're chasing the reanimated cat. And it's the dumbest fucking scene I've ever seen in my life. I it's wish it's supposed to be dumb. Dude, the whole the, what, all, the whole thing what? is dumb. But the whole thing. You, is, okay, so so the scene is that's is like a, the campiest a, like B C quality movie thing. These like, idiots are just hitting things with bats. <laughs> I love the, and, the and light. Spin, they they spin around the entire room. The the light is going back and forth. That's so you the get best this dark part and light. of it. That that doesn't stop. Cool. But they're literally not doing anything. They're hitting the thing under the guise of, you know, uh, spooking the cat out and getting it out in the open. But the cat's nowhere near any of that. None of it is making any sense at all. They're just looking around a room, hitting the walls, hitting things around the room. And it's I that actually it. that actually might be the slowest part of the movie. I re- yeah, that kind yeah. of it. I think I actually, kind of it. I, yeah, because it's so. longer than it needs to be. They could have done it two times, and it, and then I think it this movie like it's that's one of those attempts at comedy that just doesn't it doesn't really land in this. Movie. And I guess that's what I'm saying is it does. I don't. I'm not sure what the intention of that scene is because oh, to me it's so obvious what happened there from a production standpoint that I, I, it's not mu- it's not movie magic. When he anymore. fastballs that cat though, and the oh, brains. That's <laughs> I he throws so... his own cat at the wall, <laughs> and yeah. the brains hit on the the brains get on the wall. I was like, "Oh, it's so gross." So there, are, yeah. I mean, there are moments where I just bust out laughing. So I mean, I guess there are horror comedy moments that I didn't think they were intentional. <laughs> no, I mean, the whole entire cat scene read like laser cats from sure. SNL. Kind like of? they're just fighting with a puppet yeah. cat. 
Oh, yeah. And speaking of the cat, in the sex scene, they just throw the cat. Somebody off screen throws the cat on his back, mm-hmm. his shirtless back. You oh, is that foreshadowing that. too? It, oh, because it does latch on his, the other wow, character's back Wow, this movie later. is so dumb. Damn. They really <laughs> just do everything twice in this movie. Yeah, you really everything to, twice. You essentially just watch this movie twice is what, really what happens. Yeah, go, it kind yeah. of, it reanimates itself, John. Oh my God, Ryan. <laughs> It does though. That's what Mute it's doing. Me. I'm, yeah. I'm taking up. Just... It's taking a dead idea and reanimating it. Yeah. Oh wow. I like it, dude. That's kind of cool. Uh, all right, John. Oh my, god. oh my god. I'm sure you got some highlights. This being a film that you I... introduced to us and made us view. After all, you know, I don't know. I I love this. I love every part of the movie. It's just... all right, everybody. I'm happy for you. I'm gonna let you finish. But this video is the greatest of all time. That was The Heart's Filthy Lesson by David Bowie. That's what he was saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean... You didn't catch it for like the... 7,000 times it's told to you. <laughs> you know, the title is all you? the lyrics. Uh, I think the as only a parent, lyrics, really. <laughs> um, I, I hear things repeated so frequently that I just have to purge them because I've already heard it and I've already taken care of it. And most oh, it's like the more you hear it, it, the less you hear it. That's right. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. I think that's what happened. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. So um, I was in college and I was going on about how much I like David Bowie. And I'm like, just everything that he does is so beautiful and so good. And then my friend Matt was like, haha, let me show you this. So we watched this. And um, yeah, I can't say changed that it's your mind. I, I can't say that it's the best thing David Bowie has ever done. But no, it didn't change did my mind. This? I mean, why is this um, I was the greatest to, video of all time? I was trying to think of something scary, right? To, to be mm. on brand here. I think fitting um, for the film. Yeah. I mean, with some of the um, there's like a mannequin with the head that moves around. Exactly. Or... My first thought was, of course, Lazarus, because yeah. that fits way more. Yeah. But Got you guys it. have both seen that. Um, so I, I went for this one. It's a lesser known David Bowie song. I feel like it deserves a, a, a little bit of spotlight, a little bit, a little moment. Does his it? Yeah, his stuff from 1995 really just doesn't... Um, we don't talk about it anymore, and I feel like no, we no, because he's—is this the same album with um, "I'm Afraid of Americans"? I think I think so. It is. Okay. I think so. That song's awesome, and yeah. it's a hit. Yeah, but like this, nobody is talking about this, and this sure. is interesting. I would, I would say like the video itself is very artistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's beautiful. Except it is. I don't mind it is, the video. It is drenched in like '90s orange tint it is which, like which I, a nine inch nails everything is, music video yeah it's nine inch nails it's industrial it's 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 like a david lynch it's like david lynch in, imagery but like um david fincher yeah it, it. this has got to be like yeah. one, of the, it, one of the people that manson works with or something right and yeah it's, it's like be. it's very fitting of the time it's like but it's like it's like how do you know it's david bowie was well, like it's meandering as shit. Like there's, <laughs> yeah. there's like not, there's not a chorus. It's not even a verse. It's just, mm-hmm. just 
sounds. Oh, this is talk. not a song. Uh, the first thought it's I had not, was, "It's not a song. It's just like it's almost just like an audio project. Like someone, yeah, called, it's an a audio tape project put together with like." Oh, it's almost like someone found lyrics from David Bowie songs and then just wrote a David Bowie song on top of it. It reminds me of those beats I make uh, really late and really tired. And I think they're like really fucking awesome because I've been playing them <laughs> super loud and I'm just blown out. Uh, and then I wake up the next day and put it on. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it doesn't even like go together hardly. Right. I um, hear you. Yeah. Interesting stuff. It's very experimental. I'm I wouldn't even call it that. that. Um, I would say the film is more experimental than the music. Yeah, yeah I agree. definitely. Yeah. And I'm not exactly sure what the music video is trying to tell us. There's like dismembered bodies, but then they have animal heads. Um, I honestly think that probably just they 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 got the guy to do. I, I'm sure there's some imagery from the song for the video, but the video the song is like you could put a different David Bowie song to it. Oh yeah, and it would sure. totally work. Maybe a little bit. You better. could put a lot of different songs in general over that. Like it's it's a idea that didn't really apply to that song specifically. Right. No. Exactly. Yeah. Because what is the heart's filthy lesson? What is what, that? What is I don't it? Know. I, don't know. I don't know. I mean, I the know this song and I know lesson. this video, and I could not tell you what blood. it is trying to tell blood me. Blood is the heart's filthy lesson. Yeah. It pumps that blood out when you get cut. Yeah. Yeah. So like, oh, that's a filthy lesson. Sure. When you get cut. What are we learning? Yeah. Not to get cut, to be more careful. Oh, be okay. safe. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Well, hey, uh, Ryan and or John. Or that you like getting cut. But oh. It's, but it, it's a lot of cleanup. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Did um, I just learn something about you too? No. <laughs> no. Not at all. It's <laughs> like, wow. I'm just kind of talking shit, actually. I freak out. Um, yeah. Ryan, what did you like about this? What, what did, did I like not? about this? What did I like? Uh, the video is the only thing. I mean, the, the video. Uh, oh, his commitment to the video. Mm-hmm. He is. Uh, his commitment to anything is just wow. But he's sinking to even the spoken parts. I mean, he's into it. He's trying to sell it. Yeah. Yeah. He's a master. So uh, watching a master fail. He's that, the that's, man who sold cool, the actually. song. Yeah. <laughs> because it's not like uh, for lack of effort. It just fell flat. Like it just didn't work. Right. Okay. But he's okay. still passionate about it somehow. Yeah. What's your yeah. least favorite? It. it the song okay. i mean the song it's i shouldn't say it the video is fine i guess uh the song is just there's a moment in the song where it brings in the keep on moving don't stop oh that the drum beat from that <laughs> like these like just typical 90s loops come in all over the place and i hate that yeah yeah it's 90s drums if marky mark used it don't let david bowie use it <laughs> yeah it just reeks of like 90s like also like DJs became the mainstream a few years earlier. Like yeah. for some, somehow even the DJs have always been around. But like you know, like club, D, like it just has like '90s dance club feel, DJ feel to it. Too. Yeah, it seems like a very direct marketing thing. Not yeah, this uh, experimental. It's experimental, sure, but I think it's intentional experimentation. Could you also see this tinted in like that '90s club blue? Yeah, like dark blue and light blue. Like yeah. the whole, it's like a nightclub video. I was thinking like the Matrix green. Um, I've yeah, never seen the too. Matrix, but I feel like this song is in the Matrix. This is that, that has to be a movie you do it's because the Matrix Four is coming. It's out. not important right, to me, right. so it's not it's not oh. pertinent to the show. It's an important movie, I think, of its time. Yeah, but there's another podcast that's doing that. Okay, John, what is your favorite thing about this? What's your highlight? I like in David Bowie's music that he is not afraid to reach with outside of like. 
especially in the later as things get later he's not afraid to reach for like musicians to come in and play parts that are like outside and like this this is like it, the song is a mess only because like it's it's so kind of short-sighted in in the musical content that like I, I feel like he's directly responsible which is like that probably that drum beat and bass line that are just almost oppressively repetitive um yeah everything else seems to be an experiment over repetition right and i think that like all i i actually you know like there's like some weird avant-garde i wouldn't i hesitate to say jazz piano but it does sound like a jazz pianist was like given this and was told like here just play some things and and i really like that and like i liked actually all the audio like spoken word audio that he does like for that and Mm -hmm. It's like this kind of collage of sounds. It's just sort of unfortunate that it's over top of this drone that is not very interesting. In mm-hmm. fact, if it just changed once, it would have been it would have been really cool. Because also like that drone's constant, but then it like it has like some David Bowie like harmony that you hear from like seventies Bowie with like the piano. I think lyrically it's probably mir- good too, but yeah. who would know? But it has that like that the majory section, but it's still just it's like two things are happening at once and that that's kinda cool, but like it's because it's nineties industrial rock, it is just like wow, that is the only thing I can hear is that like fuzz bass. Mm-hmm. It feels like if somebody on Napster released a mashup of nine inch nails and Bowie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh my least favorite part besides like the 90s orange tint is the, uh, there's a scene where he's like doing chalk but he's like in all white mm-hmm. and like that 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 90s like and it's like a white tank top and white pants and he's like a white has uh, like a fucking white shoes and a white um like sweater that's tied around his waist like he's going to the mall and just like it's, <laughs> like, all, he's going ba- to the mall. it's like all baggy yeah. and just like that totally. 90s obsession with like just white clothing that's like more prominent towards like the 2000s oh, just disgusting and <laughs> but he looks good he looks fucking good he looks he better than yeah. in the 70s like yeah. jesus christ for real yeah incredible uh, incredible mm-hmm. incredible <laughs> I, I found i got you tried. it yeah no i got it incredible 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 now i'm doing keen all right, well, yeah, you got a uh, favorite thing about this movie? Highlights? I, I do. There's what am a I little, saying? Excuse me. Excuse me. Let me excuse back up. You. Do you have highlights about this video or yes. for this video? Yes, I do. I mean, you, you brought it to us, I would imagine. Um, yeah, I love this little head bob thing that he does. Any of his movement his is... His old man move? What? The little that's head like, bob? That's what old guys do. Uh, no, any of his movement He's in... He's probably like 50 in this video, though. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. old. He's getting old. Yeah. All the movement. He's I like. His his movement in this short music he, video. He, he always danced like a snake charmer, though. Yeah, True it's guy. nice. I, I'm I'm always for snake David charmer. Bowie moves. What the fuck? Nice. What the fuck did you make me just look at? <laughs> Audience, Ryan just pointed at Ryan his dick and, and said, said snake, snake charmer. charmer. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it was inappropriate At joke. home who can't see it, Ryan just pulled out his penis on the podcast. No. <laughs> Well, if I wow. had to pick a low light, everybody. <laughs> the low light. Um, yeah. It, it, what is your least favorite thing? It is very repetitive. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I also, mean, musically, you can't like this that much, right? Uh, no. And I mean, the way that it was presented to me kind of 
did it dirty. It was like, hey, here's the one bad thing David Bowie has done. And I will say, if this is the worst thing you've ever done, not too bad. It's really good if that's the worst. Also, it's it's not that bad. It just just goes on for like 30 seconds too long. It It does. You could have cut it. I think it's because, God, they probably shot the music video first. That's very possible. A lot of it. Yeah, like a lot of it. Before doing like the actual recording. I would not be surprised if this was some sort of, again, like label intention to have a industrial sounding thing and like, oh, yeah, just think of the imagery and then, you know, go with that. Yeah. So it could have been a whole. uh, And even Bowie could have thought this through. I don't fucking know where he's at. I'm sure he probably did think it through a little bit. But he's working with um, Reznor on that album, I think. I'm Afraid oh, of Americans really? is a Reznor produced thing, I think. Oh, is it really? No. I, I think so, but uh, either way. Yeah. Yeah, this video, uh, I could have never seen that and been fine. Okay. I'm going to say um, I'll watch it again. Yeah. Yeah, I'd watch yeah. the video again yeah. for sure. Really? I would. I like the vi- I mean, the video, I mean, it is dated in its own way of from that time, but like, I, I don't know. I. It, it's the, like on how I'm... There's a I'm, lot to watch. I think my I problem is I don't things. want to watch it without the sound. Oh, I, I think I would like to watch it without the I sound. I might like to watch it without the... I, I would like to separate the items again before viewing them together. To be fair... Would you reanimate them separately? I would. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, I would I would watch the I would watch the video game because I think there's so many things that happened that I would probably watch it again in like a year and see something new that I missed. Really? Because I didn't think they were doing anything that new. Like it felt like no, even but I'm sure we visually did it's recycled stuff. It's just more interesting than what we're hearing. This could oh, be a really deep cut, but it's like in How I Met Your Mother. Just stay with me here. When um, Robin's character, her uh, teenage musician character. Uh, stops doing all the Disney sounding shit and she turns into like a grungy 90s. Don't know what you're talking about, and she's but okay. like, uh, people at home who do know what sure. I'm talking about, they're like, yeah, Robin Daggers, I got you. Harry Potter. This is it. Harry Potter. Yeah. Don't, 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 but don't no, conflate it, Harry Potter with that show, please. How I Met Your Potter. It has oh, all God. the typical grunge shit in it. It's like, who is God and is she a girl? And it's like very typical is, 90s shit. What's Alanis Morissette? And I would... I don't know. I guess Jack no. There's Hills, literally grunge. what if God was one of us? That is, um, not God. Who is that? I can't think of it. Joan Osborne. Yeah. What if God is one of us? That's Joan yeah. Osborne. Yeah, yeah. Right. I guess. Yeah. Blah, blah. Yeah. Sure. And then Prince we does trust it. You. And it's amazing. Ah ha ha, Prince. Um, Let Prince touch. My favorite grunge artist, Prince. Prince. <laughs> <laughs> like like Prince mixed, mixed with the Grinch. No. Prince. Oh, I love this. <laughs> no, it's, um, it's Prince mixed with... You're um, a mean one. <laughs> no. Mr. Green. You're going to get no. the sh- shit suit out of you. Yeah. The shit suit out of me? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Ryan. The what? The Grinch stole all the presents. The Prince. <laughs> the Prince. Um, <laughs> That's what I want to be for Halloween now is the Prince. I like this idea Sounds a lot. Great. It's just a purple Grinch, right? With a really it's cool It's the Grinch guitar. about Prince. He wants to come spoil the Who's Prince concert. <laughs> that's I would. Okay. Yeah. That's a, actually that's actually a really good idea. Yeah. So Prince okay. is now Santa Claus, which please. I'm okay with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but the Prince. <laughs> okay. Can we move on? Are we ready to um, take a little commercial break and then get back to this film? I don't know. Have we talked about this video enough? Are we done talking about are. Bowie? I'd have to agree. All We're right. done. Well, thank you so much for. Uh, 
I would say this is a much better pick than what you did last year. What did I do last year? I don't remember. <laughs> that, that weird emo shit where in the woods being chased by like people with lights. Oh, it was oh, love oh, like whoa. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Love like whoa. I've never uh, seen just... David Bowie in concert, and what I would give um to <laughs> see him instead of instead of the ready set. Yeah. Oh God, I, I do remember that. I still. I had forgotten the lyrics, Ryan, and I'm really upset that you brought them And now back. you know. That's all the that's lyrics. That's how good the song is. That's all the lyrics. Right. It's just well. The song is just that good because now well. I remember it. Now, uh, singing it does make me remember the video. <laughs> and that video was awful. Oh, it was garbage. The video was awful. What are you talking about? This song. <laughs> I mean, the song wasn't good either. But You're fine. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm sorry, You're Kayleigh. fine. You're yeah, fine. it just brought the, the visual back. Well, thank you so much for watching that little video with me. Um, yeah, let's get back to the show, everybody. Crack a beer and listen to the ads. <laughs> Drug. Oh, yeah. So highlights of this movie. Um, I don't know. I love all of this movie, even just the the unsavory parts of it um they're so ridiculous it's not okay but it's it is what kind of what people remember this movie for if anything else no one remembers this movie for any else they think of the head the giving yeah. head the head giving the, head the head giving head or the, the head, head, gi- head about to give head like a tongue's length away oh <laughs> this is where this movie gets complicated talking about it right right yeah it's like the highlight but it's it's not good but it it is it's of, I don't know. I understand how you see this as a fun ride, but not well. I would say it's a fun ride up into that part in which you're just like, oh god. No, there are more parts than that that bother me. But I think that's what's fun about doing this show, or at least interesting, if not fun, is time has passed since your initial viewing. So you kind of always get stuck as the host of this show. Mm-hmm. Whenever you host or I host, whenever you're introducing a movie to somebody, it tends to be a, yeah, but you have to understand. Sure. Like right? I watched this in high school and I always told, and this movie was maybe 20 years old at that point. But yeah. even then, you're more receptive, and the world is a little bit less complicated in judging these things. Now, oh, right no right now, no one even like. I remember when my friends told me about this, they kind of laughed at that scene, like, "Oh, that head," and you know, I watched and was like, "Oh, that's gross." But now I definitely watch it and it's like, "This is." You think up. about it differently, and yeah, yeah. If- this movie's actually sort of hard because it's not like a comedy, like Evil Dead Two is in a way. There's no relief because from that's it. tropes. These are original ideas. Yeah, and also like these actors are committing to like this really ridiculous. Like you know, he's acting just like a dick character, like a trope, like a yeah. trope dick character for much of the movie. And then this is the same movie where you have to acknowledge like he's doing that too. This same actor, not a different actor. This same. It's like the guy who plays her dad mm-hmm. is like plays a very serious dean doctor father. And then, like, he changes on a dime and just becomes like a brain dead zombie gorilla. It's you know, fantastic. And it's like, and it's yeah. like, this is a, and they play Yeah, read it that so script well. and say, oh, I go from this, like, really strict, sterile, conservative dad to batshit, uh, lobotomized zombie. And I have to act like a zombie. Guy. And he does it, like, without question. I, and this is true, I think, of a lot of um, zombie movies, too. It's like you have characters and then they get bitten and there's, they're not stunt doubles, you know? They, like, they come in and. 
pretend to be a zombie after playing a serious character for right I would love to know what the audition would have been like for that. Like, hi, we need you to just read some very basic AB dialogue to show us what you got. Now, can you roll around on the floor and act like you are coming back to life? Cool, thanks. <laughs> I wonder the situations these people are in, like how weird this gets, right? Because it's it's a... There are a lot of weird movies out there and a lot. I've watched some strange shit, like some really hard to watch shit. But um, even in the worst situations, I, I kind of get it because um, a lot of things that I watch that I'm referring to are trying to prove a point. And you've made a point that they're not proving. There's no point here. There's no ethics. There's no moral. Nothing. It's just stuff. It's just bonkers. It's it's horror. It's terror. It's uh, shock. Right. Yeah. Um. So filming these scenes, there's no purpose other than shock value, I guess. Yeah. Outrageous. Especially that ending, like I said, where they just they just throwing. But more when fuel. he's doing that scene where <laughs> he's headless, like how I, you, I would have nightmares about that as an actor, I think. Both of them. Or, Either uh, from uh, any yeah. angle, from any angle in that scene. But it's what makes me uncomfortable about the movie, too. I think beyond what I'm just seeing, too. I'm thinking about, like, yeah. the actors and the people involved in this and, like, what they have to go through. And, like, that's – I have to check out a little bit as a viewer. It's just hard. When, I know. When it's so the, – the, the scenes are so demanding. All right. So the lowlights for you, John – you have to dislike something about this movie. Uh, the cat scene, I guess. Like which well, cat scene? <laughs> the one where they're looking which for the one? cat. Which one? Because they Actually, do this the cat, cat dirty. You are so undefensive. This cat. Yeah, that's I'm not an even a lie. This, it, this, the cat, there's never a live animals. cat in this movie. I don't even think, except in the. He maybe jumps the, on the yeah. The yeah maybe live in the cat very, maybe jumps. very in the beginning, but never at any other point is that cat anything but like a a, um, a puppet. A puppet. You yeah. know. The cat was a cute cat. The cat was so cute, but yeah. They show it early on, but they only really show it alive one time, and it's when the trainer throws it on the the back of a shirtless person. Yeah, Yeah. it's like, so, you know, like. It's like that scratch scene. No, I would say the the cat scene. I'd say, like, the intro is, it's kind of slow, but it's actually not all that slow. The low line, yeah, I don't know. It's, there's, the movie middles so much that it's, it's really not super good or super bad at any point yeah it's to me it's like what i think it does really well is that it's just like one experience the whole movie that slowly gets a little bit more intense as you go and it's that that's the movie it doesn't really dip Mm -hmm. i think okay because once it's there it's it doesn't leave it's only an hour 27 they have to pack it all in there i just came up with a better summary Okay. If I could rewind and go back in time, I All would right. say this movie is a reverse Porky's. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. It's a reverse warhead. It's a reverse sour candy. Okay. It's the sour. I like my analogy better. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I'm just joking. But, but yeah, it's it's the reverse of that. It, it just it builds in the opposite way. Sure. Interesting. Yeah. It's sour first. Oh, so it's a Sour Patch Kid. I didn't have fun until the end, really, where it gets, like, really bonkers. Mm, yeah. But luckily, you don't have to really wait too long for it to get really bonkers. <laughs> I don't know, man. it stays bonkers for a long time. Like, that, it, that morgue scene goes on It's a good for 40 a minutes It certainly felt like, uh, you know, midnight New Year's Eve when every fucking zombie wakes up or every corpse wakes up and is um, naked attacking I wrote- everybody. 
down Ballroom Blitz for that scene because yeah. I just want that song to like play. Are you talking about the end? I'm yeah. talking oh, about the end. So party good. music, some yeah. kind of party song. Like yeah. somebody who has um, a YouTube channel, please make this for me. Ballroom Blitz over the final scene, like right when all the zombies wake up. I like that. Feel free to cut. To make it like rhythmically work. Right. Yeah, yes. I, mean, I could do. I could do that. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we might make do the this. action flow with the music. I'm, right. I'm super for it. Well, I just think it's. Yeah, it was, it was, no, go ahead. Uh, I don't know. It's just like for Halloween. It's if you've already seen Evil Dead this this season, and you know that I actually you know a film that is too much that is hard to get through is that <laughs> Peter Jackson Evil Dead. Like I, it's easier for me to get through this one than really. It is. Or not even uh, Dead Alive or something. Yeah. Oh, Dead Alive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dead Alive is like, uh, it's like campy and weird and funny and bad and like it's, I, yeah. it's hard. I think it's darker too, like visually yeah, not is. as stimulating. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That too. But it's, it's just, very like cemetery, misty, dark. Yeah, you know, it, yeah. It, that movie is a lot. I mean, I guess I, I haven't seen it since. I mean, I guess if I watch it now, having actually lived in Wellington where a lot of it shot, I think I that's <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah, I want to see it now. I have. I guess it, I assumed he was Australian, the guy, the preacher, Peter, Peter Jackson? which he could have been. No, no, no. The, the preacher. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. I kick ass for the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I mean, I guess like, if you never see, oh, we should, we should definitely we should, go, just like watch a trailer. fucking awesome. Honestly, okay. you just need to see the trailer to, to see it. But yeah, it, it, well, it's, it's just like watching this, really. Okay. It's time for divine intervention. He might oh, be kick Austra- ass for the Lord. He might be Australian, but I, does, I think the main dude's a Kiwi. So uh, Yeah, cool. and it being filmed there would make a lot of sense, too. Yeah, so, uh, but like if you've already seen those two this Halloween season, you should watch Reanimator because it's a it's a trip and it's, a lo- it's really low maintenance. I can't say mm-hmm. don't watch this movie. I can't say it because it's something I had always seen. And I'm glad I finally caught it, but I can't recommend it. Like, I feel well, like you should have seen it 15, like, 20 years awesome. ago. We're like, getting it into... Um, so we will always ask, would you run away or make this bitch famous? Uh, by this bitch, I mean this movie. Yeah, this this film. Yeah. I make this famous. Oh, Controversial, shot. I know. Shot. I know. Here's why I feel like anybody who wants to be a stage actor should watch this. Oh, I wow. feel like anybody who wants to spark a conversation on um, boobs in, in horror films should watch in- this movie. I, I am going to say that people who like gore will definitely like this movie. To my friends my friends out there who would like gore yeah i would recommend this movie absolutely um yeah word i'm gonna make it famous i would not I would, <laughs> would you make away. evil dead famous i would not i would not watch this movie again if you were watching it i would run away i don't care about the boobies i don't care about how um, it is kind of testing or pushing boundaries in some ways. Um, it I can't watch it again. It's gross. It is. If I found out that the guy who plays Dr. Hill also wrote the screenplay, I would do a murder. Yeah. But um, given that I don't know if that's true or not, yeah, I think this is an interesting way to talk about that issue. So you're viewing it from the standpoint of like, hey, I'm trying to start a conversation by making this. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, um, this is a thing that happens in real life inside of a movie that could never happen in real life. And I'm not saying that's not the intention. 
I'm not saying that at all, but I worry that it's not the <laughs> I intention. I worry what the, exactly. <laughs> and this is why I preface this with, I don't know if he wrote the script and gave himself this part. Well, that's a stretch, but whoever wrote the script, you got to think about it. You got to. Now I sound like a Christian mom. Yeah, John. Yes. Are you keeping Kaylee. this? Are you keeping this movie famous, or are you running away? I don't, I don't yeah, have the, you changed your views at all since? Uh, no, I, I, it's it's the same dumb horror movie. I, but I do think it's if you. But it's like a horror Yet movie. You keep so, coming back to the notable scene is so, him. Yeah, it's but like that's what I remember it giving for. her headless. It, yeah, Damn that's it. what you remember. It stands out. I Took mean, us like, that long to come keep... up with that. <laughs> they just threw all the possible perversions into a hat and drew like five of them. Yeah, yeah. Throwing no, cats, would... um, reanimating people. Yeah, but I think I what's interesting here because, is yeah. I don't agree with you. I don't think that it's about like splitting people in half and doing. I like horror films that have reasons and things. Like I like yeah. the the story a little bit. Now, we enjoy watching a lot of shitty horror movies. I'm not complaining about this movie as a casual watch, sure. right? This is if we're talking about it analytically and we're talking about whether we want to watch it even more, no, I don't. Mm. Because <laughs> it doesn't do what I like about movies. Sure. And yeah. it, this movie for me does what I like about like horror movies like this. It does just hit like I'm gonna see some zombies and I'm gonna see some weird makeup and there's just it's gonna be just nothing's gonna scare me. There's no tension about any of it. But see I and that's the funny thing is like, I, I stepped outside of the movie and I created tension for the actors. Sure. Mm, yeah. And I think that's I think that now that's like a especially now we should have always done things like that but you know, yeah yeah you know like because there's you know there's so many movies we've seen especially within the, the the movie nights that we've had where we're just like are these actors okay are these people being held hostage like, <laughs> we we don't know but we need to know i hope i hope do they these have people to do this <laughs> yeah we well, hope that all of this was done in a secure and safe environment and yeah. we are i don't judge anybody for enjoying this i do think it's um just not my vibe Sure. Because I do overthink it a bit. Like the, the payoff isn't great enough for me, I guess. Mm, okay. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like we have learned stuff about John. Hyman have we? I haven't learned this. a thing about you. I feel like I have. Yeah. I, I mean, know that you like, uh, but do you like trauma movie, trauma movies like a uh, toxic Avenger and all that? Yeah. I, I, those, I would not disagree that those are, are, those are like King camp. Have you seen uh hobo with a shotgun? No, I'm not seeing it. I know will, what it is, but we I We will not. be watching that together then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because that's my version of this. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you, John, for oh. having shown us this movie. Well, you're welcome, Kaylee. And you know what? I appreciate it. I do feel like I learned something new about you. Which is what? Um, Which is that <laughs> we have a similar taste in spoopy movies. Okay, good. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I can be spooked. I cannot get spooked. Well, uh, we didn't learn a lot about you, John, but we did learn about what you like. I, I wouldn't say I learned anything about you, but uh, what you like, that's important. Uh, what we like is important. Um, that's probably the most so, important thing. I, yeah, we'll, we'll watch like Hobo with a Shotgun, other different things like that. Uh, you know, I, I have some thoughts now that I know that you like this. Mm -hmm. Have you seen Hobo with a Shotgun? 
No, you haven't no. seen that either, have you? No, 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 no. Maybe we we'll do I, that I one. I to watch, sure. Yeah. That's not really a horror or anything, so we may do that just randomly. For fun. Well, guys, uh, I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank the Rubensteins for uh, chipping in and helping out the podcast and um, supporting the show. Thank you, Rubensteins. Kaylee, I think we are going to just go back to some regular shows soon, right? So we're not going to promote any new stuff, but we I do want to. Yeah. Yeah, I do want to promote the social stuff. I mean, you know that we have a Gmail address. Yes. If you are team. Herbert killed the cat. Please email us at look what you made me view at gmail.com. If you are team, he did not kill the cat. Don't talk to me. Yeah, it <laughs> fell out of a garbage can. I think we do a poll for this. I don't think you need to send us too many emails about that. But um, uh, clearly, there's a lot of important topics here. We we got really heavy about some stuff. So if there's anything at all that you disagree with or agree with, send us way too many emails about it. Uh, anything you think we should not ever talk about again. Uh, yeah, emails. If you don't want to that. email us, you can check out our Instagram page. We are look what you made me view on Instagram. You can send us a DM. You can check out what episode is coming up next. Um, yeah. You can see cute cartoons of us doing our podcast. Um, you can also hear additional clips. It's a lot of fun. Check You're basically going to get an alert that, hey, a new episode's out. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. Check it out. And please do. We like you guys listening. This has been very creepy. Uh, John's here just looking at me weird the whole time, so I'm creeped out. The creepy <laughs> Halloween episode has That's been established. True. It's not true. <laughs> uh, I'm just joking. Uh, but yeah, thanks, John, for joining yeah, us. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is great. Let's do it yeah. next Halloween. Yeah, we will do this every Halloween. Baywatch Nights. You are my Halloween <laughs> buddy, and uh, I really appreciate you making it out tonight. Oh, yeah. I would, I'm very honored and touched to be invited. Yeah, you brought a gem this week mm -hmm. uh, or this year. Yeah. Maybe uh -huh. we do more guest episodes with you. Ho we talked about it last year and we didn't yeah. do it. So but somehow you became the Halloween guy. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm happy to do that. I, I think that's fitting, you know, based on our relationship. But otherwise, next year, you know. a Vincent Price costume. <laughs> yeah, come in costume next time. Oh. Okay, yeah. All right. <laughs> you could have pulled a hey, I am in costume. I'm blah blah blah. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't know, and nobody at home would know that you were <laughs> actually. No, it's, it's all audio. <laughs> I've been dressed like Axl Rose this whole time. <laughs> Yeah, man. So much fun uh, doing these things. I would do a billion Halloween episodes, and I would like to do uh, more than one, but we just don't have enough time, John. Yeah. Uh, so thanks for joining us, Kaylee. Thanks for um, surprising us. me, I guess. Any day. With your Any appreciation time. for a Anywhere. very gory horror film. <laughs> uh, we will not be announcing next episode because you're just going to listen to stuff in the regular episode order, guys. You're yeah. the audience, and you've heard a bonus episode. This is not meant to happen. We just blessed you with this whole uh, extra Halloween themed thing. So hope you liked it. Uh, give us some feedback at the usual places. Uh, we don't have to belabor you with repetition there. Uh, do your best to give out candy and don't be tricking nobody. Always treat because Halloween is unique. It's a great season. <laughs> Anybody else got anything else to say? Nah, stay safe, everybody. Um, you know, keep you an said eye no. out for you the said kids. You said nah, and then you started talking. Yeah, I do this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a Kiwi thing. You like the uh -huh. nah, yeah. Yeah, nah, nah yeah. Nah, yeah. Nah, yeah. Nah, yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. I will say, look out for those magpies. 
Do it. Swoopy boy season. Da, da, da. Oh, I thought you had something to say. No, I was just saying oh, swoopy good night. boy season. Good night. Good night. I will leave it to John to lead us out here. I, I said good night. <laughs> <laughs> night, everybody. <laughs> good night. Be safe. Mm-hmm. Boing, boing. <laughs>